Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Today we're going to talk about three ideas to support you through the holidays. I know that leading up to the holidays is such an intense time for so, so many. I know that the feelings that you have that are so heavy and such sad feelings are so contrasted to the feelings that everyone else seems to have around you. It's like they're having extra joyful, extra happy times and the contrast to what you're feeling of extra sad, extra heavy. It's really hard. And if you're anything like me, I wondered if the holidays would ever truly be happy again. They had been very, you know, a very joyful time in my life before Aria died. They had been my favorite time of the year. And with Aria not here with us, it felt very heavy instead of super joyful. So in these next two episodes, this week and next week, I'm going to offer some tips, ideas, and ways to support yourself through this holiday season. Whether it's your very first one or one of many, navigating the holidays can be so, so intense. And it doesn't have to be all bad. So I want to give you ideas, give you support. The idea came to me to do these two episodes last minute when I already had my other episodes scheduled and ready to go. So I guess this is the life of a podcaster that when you have an idea that feels better and more like something I want to do right now, I record these and push those ones off for later. So I am going to dive into three ideas to support you through the holidays. Before I dive into this, I want to invite you to join me on November 10th. This is when I'm going to have a free class, How to Get Through Grief. This is for grieving moms who feel stuck, if you feel lost, if you feel unsure how to move forward after the death of your baby or child. It is for you if you want to learn how to live with grief. You have no idea how to do this. You have you feel like you don't know what to do. And this is going to be so helpful, especially for the holiday season, when I know this is an even more emotionally intense time. And I really believe in getting the tools into your hands and learning the tools and skills so that you can get through the days that feel really heavy, that you can have those tools in your tool belt to be able to get through the days. And really learn how to live with grief, to flow with grief and be a part, you know, walk side by side with grief, carry your grief. So come join me November 10th through this link at meganhelica.com slash free class. That's where you can go and learn all about it and, you know, save your spot. So let's get moving into how to support you through the holidays. What can you do to support yourself through these holidays? And next week's episode, I'm going to be diving into the thoughts and noticing the anxiety that so many moms feel for weeks and months beforehand. And I'm going to share ways of lessening that, you know, working through that and what I do with my coaching clients when we do that work on feeling anxious or scared or nervous for an upcoming anniversary, holiday, whatever. But 
This week, I just want to give you some practical tips to take with you into the holidays. So, number one, have a plan A, a plan B, and a plan C. So, if you've been on the grief journey for a little while, you know that it's a roller coaster. It has ups and downs. And when you make a plan on a day when you're in okay mood, and then that day comes and you're like, uh, it's not happening today. <laughs> Your grief wave comes and you're not one bit interested in doing what you had planned. It can feel scary to make any plans because you don't know what state of being that you're going to be in that day. And I get it. It's hard to predict when your grief will come. So I want to encourage you to make plans, even though it's scary, because living in that fear of the unknown of when that grief you know, wave will hit is really hard. When we don't do anything because we're scared of a grief wave to come, then you don't plan anything. And I think having plans can be very helpful, especially if there are plans that you want to do. Like you, you have these things that you want to do and you're, I, I say with air quotes, excited about them. And you don't even want to plan anything because you're, you know, you don't know how you're going to be. So I want to encourage you to make plans and then have the option to change those plans. So having a plan B and C after you make a plan A. Because like we were saying, we don't know when a grief wave will hit. You don't know. It can come at any time, any moment. And I think it, it is really, it is hard. It's hard to, you know, not know when they're going to come. And I think it's helpful to have something else that you can do if you are just not feeling it that day. So being open and communicating with others, like if you're going to do something with them, you can tell them, this is my plan. Please allow me grace if I'm not up for it that day. Right now, I really want to come and I'm planning on it. But if things change, I'll let you know. And really give yourself that space to change your plans and do something different if, you know, that comes up for you. It really is you giving yourself that permission to change your plans to, you know, like without, I don't want to say without apology, but really just without worrying and being like, you know what, this is what I need to do for myself right now. So number two, let go of judgment of how your grief is supposed to be and ride the waves as they come. The number one thing, I guess I don't want to say number one thing, but many times I find that the women I work with suffer way more in their grief when they start to judge how they are grieving. For some reason, we have an expectation of how it's supposed to be and with grief, and we never really live up to that and being that way with grief. And so then they start to judge and beat themselves up. It's like that any way of with grief is just not quite the right way. I'm not crying enough. I'm crying too much. I'm not feeling anything. Why can't I just stop already? What's wrong with me? I'm going crazy. I'm broken. I like judge ourselves so, so, so much. And going through the holiday season when your child's not here, your baby's not here, and you're missing them so much, it can be so emotionally exhausting. And I just want to encourage you to allow the waves to come. Like every grief wave that you have ever had, you have been able to get through in the past. 
So can you just allow the grief waves to come without judgment? Can you just let yourself grieve? And that if you do have moments of joy, that you can allow those to come without judgment too? Like, okay, so then we have joy. Then we're judging ourselves. Oh, I shouldn't be feeling joyful. Oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way. My, my baby died. Like, what's wrong with me? How come I'm having these emotions? And just let yourself be okay with what's going on. Like, I often thought of the moments of joy as times that gave me strength to keep walking with grief. That taking that small break from the heaviness gave me some time to breathe to face another wave. So can you just embrace those lighter moments and also be okay with the heavier moments that they are supposed to be there? There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with you. Like when we start to think that something's gone wrong, that something is wrong, and yes, your baby and child is gone and there is nothing that we can change about that. So I am, that is the underlying thing, of course, but the grief that you're feeling There is nothing gone wrong with you. There's nothing gone wrong with you when you have a wave of grief to come. That is normal. That's supposed to happen. And that's how it is. So when I do this on the holiday season that, you know, I have worked, walked through after Ariadne um, anniversaries, birthdays, it seems like I have many roller coaster rides. I have a lot of sad moments. I have a lot of happy moments, joyful moments, painful moments. And it's okay to be present in each moment without judgment. And it doesn't have to be all sad or all happy. It can be a mixture of both if that's what comes up for you. And it's really about allowing yourself that space to have those happy and sad moments that come up. Okay, number three, allow yourself to say no. How hard is it to say no? So hard, especially when you're like in a very, very, I always say, think of it as like a fragile emotional state. But especially when this is your first year in the holidays and even a couple years or even you know, any time, I guess, with grief. But I've had women ask me questions like, I've normally been the one who does all of the things. I plan everything. I do all the things. I am, you know, kind of the, the person who keeps the party going. And this year, my heart is just not in it. And it can be so hard with other people expecting something from you that you cannot give. So I just want to say, please, please, please feel free to say no. Tell them this year that especially you're not going to be doing X, Y, or Z. You know, like you're not going to be doing what you normally do. And you don't know how you're going to be in the future. You don't know if it's going to change in the future. And just... Be okay with that. We're so scared of the unknown and be okay with things changing for yourself that you're not going to be that kind of person. And maybe you will be, maybe you will in a few holiday seasons, maybe not. And either way, it's okay. So really listen to yourself in what you need and ask for anything that you need and just use the word no freely. Like when something just doesn't fit with your grief journey at the moment, it's okay to say no. And I say this often, but when you're in deep grief, your tank is beyond empty. You have absolutely nothing left to give. At least that's how I felt. And I have felt that, and I (laughs) have seen many moms this way, that we have nothing to give other people, nothing left. 
And I know it can feel selfish to take what you need, but please know it's not forever. It's not what you have to do forever. It's just right now, your energy is so drained by just getting through every day and you really need to protect your energy on like a very, very, quote, selfish way. I say that with quotes because it's not super selfish. I think it's something that we need to do to care for ourselves and our grief. So say no to things that truly sound like too much. Try to say yes to a few things to get out and connect with someone in some way. I think none of us really know what this season's going to look like with COVID, but to reach out and connect with people if you need that. And it sometimes has to come from you. And I think it's okay to do that, even though it can feel really hard when you're in this fragile state. So I love this saying, no is a complete sentence. I think that surrounding like this, if you're making plans with somebody, that it can be helpful to explain to others like beforehand that, you know, like I'm making plan A and, you know, I might have to change my mind on the day of. So just be open to that and be okay with that. Or if you're saying no, it can be helpful to, you know, especially if it's a change from before to explain why things are different because people do not understand what it's like to lose a child or baby. I think a lot of people would like you to go back to who you are and who you were. I should say. And that's just not going to happen, including ourselves. Like I wanted to go back to who I was and I'm not who I was. I changed and you're changed no matter how much you want to go back to who you were. So when you have changed and you're a different person and the people in your life don't understand that if you can explain, you know, why it's different, why you're saying no, but I also know how much energy that takes to try to explain something that you might not even understand yourself. You might not even understand fully, you know, you're just trying to survive and get through the grief you're feeling every day. So if you can't do that, sometimes all you can do is say no and just be okay with that. And that's all, like, I have very clear memories in my life of not having the energy to explain to somebody what was going on and just being like, you know what, <laughs> you don't understand and I can't explain it. And so that's that. Like, I, I can't take that energy to explain it to you. So just be okay with just saying no as well. So a recap of the three things. Have a plan A, plan B, and a plan C. Let go of the judgment may, you may have for your grief and ride the waves when they come. And the last one. Use the word no freely. Again, don't forget to join me in the free class on November 10th. You can save your spot by going to meganhillica.com slash free class. I would love to see you in there and just really give you these tools to get through the holidays, get through your grief, learn how to manage the heavy days. And I can't wait for next week when we'll be diving into the thoughts surrounding the holidays and like seriously diving deeper into exactly, I'm going to try portray what I do in my coaching calls, but it's going to be hard when I'm not actually coaching a situation. So I am excited for that to show you how powerful it can be. Like my <laughs> client said, when we were working together, she said, this is, feels like magic, even though I know it's not magic, but it feels like magic. And it is incredible. What can change when you start to do the thought work and change and start to 
dig out the thoughts out of your brain and being able to put them on the table and be like, oh, I didn't know I was thinking that and I don't even believe that. So I'll see you next week. It's going to be an amazing episode next week. So take care. Well, this episode of Grieving Moms podcast is over. You can join me and other grieving mothers in my free Facebook group to continue conversations of all things life after child loss. Go to www.meganhillica.com slash community to join us there. If you like this podcast, could you please share it with other grieving mothers so that they can also find hope in life after loss and to know that they are never alone.